Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, and welcome to your Utah. This is Taylor Powers here with Ethan Millard, bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. And today we got a couple of things going on this weekend, September. September? September, January. (laughs) Or no, it's February. February. This this weekend will be February. Time flies, guys. September. (laughs) I'm interested to know. In your mind, did you fall back five months or did you fly forward? Forward. forward. Don't Um, skip the summer. Come on. I didn't get a lot of sleep. Okay. February. Yes. Saturday. That's right. (laughs) February 4th. We're into February. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to give you that scare. No, don't sweat it. (laughs) But there is a cool event on the 4th of February. It's at the Southtown Expo Center. It's a winter palooza. It is. And this is a kids event. This is put on by uh, Utah Kids Club, which is a discount card mm-hmm. that you can buy, and then you get discounts on family and kids stuff all oh, over okay. the place. And so it, it's uh, it's one of those things. But uh, the tickets are are twelve bucks, which and... is a lot cheaper than the adult version. Lala. Yes. Oh, <laughs> pardon me. I so, had the I had the computer on there and that turned on. But yeah, it's a completely one hundred percent kids event. <laughs> Um, and honestly, reading about it, I wish I was a kid again and I could go and do all this stuff. Well, it looks really fun, and it's it's indoors, mm-hmm. and of course, at, you know, at the, the expo center, at the expo center. Yeah. But it's not indoor activities. No, it's not like little quiet games and things like that. <laughs> they have uh, trampolines. They've got the bungee trampolines. They've got climbing. They've got all kinds of toy companies. Yeah, that and it, are it seems like they're going to have a huge adventure course, like rappelling ropes courses and rock walls. A fully enclosed laser tag arena. I mean, this is going to be amazing. Which sounds amazing. And a Ferris wheel and a mechanical bull. A Ferris <laughs> wheel. That's right. Uh, free glitter tattoos. So if you're, you know, if you're starting to get your kid into tattoos. And they have stuff for the younger kids too, like Play-Doh tables or a sand trailer. Um, some some of those quieter indoor things because right. I think it's two ages two and up, and they've got Strider bike races, which I think would be hilarious and adorable. You know what Strider bikes are? Uh, no, there, there's those little bikes, and they don't have pedals, so they're for toddlers to kind of learn balance on a bike. Mm-hmm. And I wish I would have used these with my kids because I, I got training wheels, and all it was was a crutch for my kids and they and it took them a long time but the strider bikes are just little bikes but you don't you you push yourself along with your feet oh, and then okay. you balance as you go right so it's a two-wheeled bike mm-hmm. but it doesn't have pedals you push with your feet strider 
Okay, cool. And uh, and so I could just see a bunch of little kids out there, you know, yeah. doing their thing. And then they're going to have tons of characters as well. Um, yeah. Let's see. Princesses, Star Wars characters, superheroes. So it seems like it's fitting for both both genders of, of, um, of kids. Yep, yep. They've got all kinds of cool stuff. And I'm looking here at the photos of past events, and they bring out uh, animals and things like that. They've got snake handlers that bring out uh, snakes. This looks awesome. Yeah. If you have kids, you got to go here. So that is this upcoming weekend, February 4th. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find more information at winterpaloozautah.com, and that'll get you all the info there. Also, they've got – hold on a second because they've got um, – Pre-sale discount tickets. Let me look and see. Did we pass that? Uh, oh, you know what? You have to you have to submit. You have to sign up. So you have to send in your name and your email, and then they send you a coupon code. So I can't tell you exactly what the discount is. But uh, okay. you know what? That might be something that you want to do, and you trade your email for a discount. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people have, like, the throwaway emails. Yeah. And just, uh, you know. I know I do. Yeah. So if you ever require to put in an email, then you've got one. But you don't really it, you don't really check it that often. But yeah. So this is ages two and up. Twelve dollar yep. ticker tickets. <laughs> Tickers <laughs> in September. <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, Ten a.m. It starts and it goes all the way until eight p.m. Yep. So long day. Yeah, long day, but it looks like it'll be a lot of fun. But you know. There might be something, some other way, another way to kind of break out of these mm-hmm. winter doldrums because this time of year around here is just the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got a long stretch. You don't have any big, you don't have any big, uh, no one has vacations plans. Everyone's in school. There are no big holidays. And so it's just terrible. The weather's bad. We're being the, so optimistic. I know. <laughs> it's just awful. Well, and we've been a little bit lucky because we've had such a snowy January. It's kept our air pretty clean. Yeah. But, you know, these storms, <laughs> once they go away, our air is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. So is there a way that you can kind of break yourself out of this terrible time of year? And there absolutely is. And they always say one thing. that People always say, if you want to feel better about yourself, go do something for someone else. Right? If you want to feel better, go do something for someone. Yeah. So we've pulled up some outdoor volunteer activities mm-hmm. that will get you out of the valley, out of your house, and really help you feel good. You know, get your kids out, teach them a good lesson, yeah. and just, you know, add some meaning to the three worst months of the year. Well, the two worst months of the year, January and February. Mm-hmm. March, we start getting some good weather. Yeah. But – the three worst months of the year anyway. And a few of these are going to be trail cleanups all yes. around the valley. That's um, right. And the first one that's actually scheduled is out in Tooele, right? Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know if this is how you pronounce it. Benson Grist Mill? Or- yeah. Yeah. The Benson Grist Mill. Yeah. Yeah. So that one is also on Saturday, February 4th. It's out there on uh, State Road 138. Yes, yeah. That I'm, one I'm starts at uh, 11 a.m. I'm talking like I know where it is. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, the yeah. old uh, Benson Grist Mill. <laughs> 325 State, State Road. <laughs> <laughs> so it's out there, and they've got uh, – that's coming up uh, – oh, it's coming up in March. So, this one is on February 4th. Oh, you've got one on February 4th? Yeah, oh, okay. the Tooele one. Oh, okay, sorry. Tooele one, 11 a.m., Benson Grist Mill. Mm-hmm. And that's a volunteer park rangers. So kids of all ages, uh, adults, anyone is is 
invited to come and help clean up all these trails. Uh, that is absolutely cool because mm-hmm. I've noticed, and I think we've all noticed, how much more litter we kind of have to deal with out there. Yeah. That's one of the – we've seen so much growth along the Wasatch Front that we have a lot more people that are using our parks and trails mm-hmm. and things like that. And and on the one hand, that's cool that we have that available. On the other hand, we just have to figure out a way to deal with just a lot more people. Yeah. And so the trails are requiring a lot more maintenance and they're requiring a lot more cleanup. And they all have garbage cans. So if you are, you know, if you're not going to volunteer but you go on hikes, just make sure you're picking up after yourself yes. and throwing away throwing away your garbage and cleaning up after your pet. So we read through this cool volunteer park ranger program they've got out in Tooele. And we thought, well, what else is there like that? Mm-hmm. You know, is there something else that can be that is similar that can kind of get people out? And we actually found that there is a lot. And some mm-hmm. of it is really cool and really meaningful. Yeah. And some of it will give you uh, access and experiences in some of Utah's coolest places. So when we come back from this quick break, we're going to bring you some of those programs that you can use to, you know, get out and enjoy your favorite places, help keep them well-maintained and cleaned, and also maybe teach your family something about service. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Your Utah. I'm Ethan Millard here with Taylor Powers, and we're talking about uh, some of the volunteer opportunities that we have along the Wasatch Front and across Utah. You get you can actually get in and help maintain some really cool places, teach your kids a cool lesson, have a fun experience, and get out of the valley in just a real terrible time. Now, some of these are not going to be available to you during the winter because some of our mm-hmm. state parks are not super accessible or particularly open yeah. uh, in in meaningful ways during these months. But a lot are. There are a lot of options out there, including one that you found, Taylor. And that is if you go to stateparks.utah.gov, mm-hmm. they've got a list yes. of stuff a they need done. A full list of every park available and what current service projects they have going on. And if they don't have one, you can still contact the volunteer service at that park and get involved in some way. And look, I bet even if they don't have anything listed on the website, I bet if you called them and said, hey, I'm going to come down for the weekend if you got a vol- if you got something I can do as a volunteer, they oh, yeah. will fill your schedule. Mm-hmm. They'd I have, be I have so no appreciative. Doubt. And, uh, you know, they're never going to turn someone away for wanting to volunteer at one of these parks. No, absolutely not. So it's really easy to get to. So you just click on – if you go to resources – Volunteer and service projects. So it's very easy. You can get to it just off the front page there mm-hmm. and of stateparks.utah.gov. And, uh, for example, they've got uh, at uh, Anasazi State Park Museum. Have you been down there? No, I haven't. It's incredible. It's really incredible. I have seen many pictures, and i got to get down there. So they've got one, and this is really simple. They've got an area that needs to be prepared for landscaping, mm-hmm. and that includes small rocks, which – to me, if you're removing the small rocks, it probably means you're going to be laying sod. Yeah. Because that's uh, one thing that you got to do is get all those little pieces out. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be doing landscaping. So you just kind of prep in that area. Uh, on the – oh, Dead Horse Point State Park. Dead Horse Point, famous, famous, mm-hmm. nationally known state park. Uh, they've got uh, projects in trail maintenance and invasive species removal, which I would imagine is – um, pulling 
Pulling weeds. Plants, yeah, that they don't want. Grasses mm-hmm. and things that are not there. But you know what's cool about that is that your kids, you take your kids out there, you're gonna, you're, they're going to get a crash course in a number of things. They're going to get a crash course in hard work. They're going to get a crash course in botany. And mm-hmm. they're going to get a crash course in ecology and understanding how damaging these invasive species can be and why you have to keep them out and not introduce them in the first place. Yeah. And it kind of puts a lot of things into context. Uh, you know, a lot of the things oh, that we worry about in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. And just a humanitarian aspect of, of learning. I've uh, I've found one, though, and I want to ask you about this. See okay. if this is something that you would ever consider doing. <laughs> All right. Because this is actually a serious one. This is at East Canyon State Park. Okay. And so it's not far away. Mm-hmm. And they need a park. They need park hosts. Now, here's what you would do. You would basically spend the summer at the park, camp there the whole time. You would clean each campsite after the camper is left. You clean the table, fire pit, and any garbage around the site that was left. Clean both restrooms daily. List the reservations on the campground signs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, put names up so that, you know, the people know where they've reserved. Water the trees in the campground. And then assist with any questions the campers have. Yeah, actually, I've considered doing stuff like that before. I've have talked you? to some camp hosts, and it just seems like a really cool way to spend your summer camping and getting to talk to all these people who love the outdoors. And um, and then you can go in and clean up after them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could also hire a small team. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. But I've met some camp hosts that really embrace the job and have their have their campsite actually be a host where they set up a big campfire and chairs and they'll have nights when they host people and and uh, have dinner over there and really make the place feel like you're you're visiting someone's yeah. campgrounds that they're taking care of you. Yeah, I notice every time I'm up there, I notice the camp hosts at uh, up at Albion Basin, up at the campground at the Secret Lake Trailhead. Mm-hmm. Have you been up there? I have not. They've got uh, some campsites and they're just these people and they've got a – They've got a little RV mm-hmm. that's parked there, and that's where they live the whole season. Free rent. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Can't really – that's your job. It's a volunteer too, so you kind of got to be self-sufficient in some way. Yeah. But I bet it would be good for, I don't know, someone in their early retirement, right? Yeah, that's what you, you see usually is, a, is an early retired couple. Or maybe a trust funder that's trying to find themselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They don't need to work, but you know. Yeah, maybe that's you listening right now. <laughs> Are you a trust funder that just feels adrift? Do this, man. Be a camp host. Yeah, hang out. You might you might really love it. <laughs> it might help. You might help. You might find yourself. Um, okay, so there's also a few sites that are a bit more specific for the area. There's. Um, Ogden has its own website, OgdenCity.com, and they have a whole volunteer page of everything that you can do. And a lot of it is getting outdoors and helping the trails in Ogden. And actually, what we were talking about, um, pulling weeds, they have a program called Weed Warriors. Huh. And it's and it's um, a program that you can go in and out of, and you're kind of going out on a regular basis, removing non-native invasive plant series, species, um, but again, they they talk about how much you're going to learn identifying identifying invasive plants and and control techniques and all the tools you need to do it. 
Um, so that's a cool a cool thing if you're located in Ogden. That is really cool. And there's actually one that is available up at the University of Utah. Now, this one is for students, so you've got to be uh, a student at the U. But I think this program, <coughs> pardon me, I think deserves to be publicized a little bit. They may not have had it when I was up there, but I don't remember ever knowing about this, or else I, I certainly w- it would have been something that would have caught my eye for sure. And that's called Urban Ranger, the Wasatch Front Urban Ranger Program. And what they what what happens is you receive training by the National Park Service, the U.S. Forest Service, the Jordan River Commission, Natural History Museum of Utah, Red Butte Garden and Arboretum, and Salt Lake Parks and Public Lands, and the Red Cross. In case wow. you in case you sprain an ankle <laughs> while you're out doing all this stuff, I guess. And what you do is you serve for nine months or more, but at least nine months, mm-hmm. and you commit to weekly patrols of certain areas. Wow. So that you, seems like a cool a cool program. Awesome, right? Yeah. And uh, and then they do this, you know, uh, they work it into your academic calendar. So mm-hmm. it's something that you have to do that you can only do as a student. So okay. So it's, it's an academic program. But you um, you act as a trail host. You clean up litter and dog waste. You monitor conditions on the trail using uh, a GPS, so you could mark hazards and mm-hmm. problems. And then you're, and then and they kit you out, so mm-hmm. you've got all kinds of gear and stuff they give to you for the, you know, for the stuff. Yeah, for, for the, the stuff for the job. For the stuff. That sounds awesome because you're yeah. just out every week and you're patrolling or helping mm-hmm. or doing something. You're getting outside, you're doing you're being active, but you're helping the community and yeah. learning about parks and outdoors and what a better place to do it than here in Utah. Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. So there you go. I think these are cool options. Mm-hmm. For for volunteering and having some fun with your family, learning some skills. And then uh, also Saturday, yeah, don't get out it. there to Winter Palooza with your kids. That's right, uh, it's, uh, Southtown Expo Center. That is correct. Yep. All right, well there it is. Get out there and enjoy your Utah.